to the Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, everybody, what is going on? Hello, hello. Okay, we've finally, you know, killed off season 12. Thank goodness it's done. Even though there are still a lot of uh, rumblings from that season which i will get into in in into in a moment but we are here already right already season 13 episode zero the matchmaking special okay we're gonna get into it season 13 brand new hopefuls that are hopefully going to fall in love be with each other all that stuff we are here new season and also, guess what, everybody? New, um, oh, there's a lot of things to uh, um, celebrate. So one, new season. Welcome, everybody. Um, two, um, this episode and the previous episodes are now on Apple Podcasts. So I have made it. I have made it to the big time. You know, no disrespect to the other um, services that are helping me out. But uh, yeah, I am now on Apple Podcasts. So all, all in conjunction with Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. So thank you. I'm I'm running the whole gamut. So this is this is great. This is awesome. So anybody who has an iPhone or an iDevice, you can now listen on uh, Apple Podcasts, which is awesome. And also one more celebration. Even though it is July 20th, yesterday, July 19th, was the first episode, was the one-year anniversary of the first episode, which was matchmaking special of season 11. And it was the very first episode that I started with, with this podcast. So it's the one-year anniversary of this podcast, technically. It's the first year of the very first episode of this podcast, but not necessarily the date that I launched it. <laughs> That's all the way in October because, um, as you can see, if you've noticed, the dates don't really match the um, time that I release them because I like to stock my episodes so it's not necessarily in real time, but also because even though they're not in real time, I need a buffer zone to um always have a week always have an episode come out every week because i don't want to miss that even though it's not in real time so it's kind of like a give and take type of thing you know because i don't want to be in real time but like miss a lot of episodes and so now you're waiting you know so yeah it's a weird thing but anyway so first year episode I mean, yeah first year of the first episode so that's awesome and also to now that I just reminded myself, another quote-unquote celebration. Uh, July 16th is my ex-fiance's uh, birthday. So, happy birthday to you. I know you're not listening, but even if you land upon this or somebody, I don't know, surprises you. Like, oh my god, Martina's a podcast. You know, just like recently somebody found out, <laughs> you know, they had a podcast, so yeah so there's that but um but yes so season 
13. We are in Houston, Texas. All right, this is where we are. So season 13, episode zero, matchmaking special. We are in Houston, Texas, and uh, which is um, one of the uh, experts' um, hometown. So Pastor Cal is a marriage counselor. Dr. Pepper Schwartz, who's been here since the beginning. I forgot when Pastor Cal uh, came up on the show, but he wasn't from the beginning. But he has been here for a long time. Um, I need to look that up. And, yeah, Dr. Pepper Schwartz, she's a psychologist, I believe. Um, and Dr. Viviana Coles, who is the one that's from um, Houston. Um, she is a DMFT. She is a relationship and family therapist. Yep. So, again, we are in Houston, Texas. And... But at first, they give us the uh, marriage at first sight, you know, some t statistics where 15 married at first sight couples are still married. Oh, speaking of, I just reminded myself, season 12. So big things happened in between 12 and 13, which also wasn't that long. It was probably like a two month gap or something like that. But so Ryan and um, Clara have decided to get a divorce which is insane but also at the same time i should have seen it coming <laughs> you know I, I don't know if i explained that maybe in the last episode of season 12 maybe not i don't know i'm not sure but i'm, I'm talking about it again then <laughs> so sorry for retreading but yeah that's that, that's crazy yeah she just well they had a people people magazine came out with the information and of course they confirmed it so um yeah, that that stinks. But like at the same time, you can. I thought they were good together, but you can see that Ryan was extremely hesitant on solidifying a union with them because of the two things that would unify a couple: one, saying "I love you," and two, having sex with them. So he was always hesitant to. Uh to take that next step in either direct in either of those directions just because i mean all the issues that they were having because some of the things that they were that they had issue with were not compromisable it's either you're on the team or you're not on the team you know and um just like uh he wanted his kids to be religious grow up in the church and Clara wasn't necessarily opposed, but she was like, she wants more freedom because religion is very uh, rigid. And don't we know? <laughs> you know, I've I've talked about it on several occasions with, you know, uh, whether it was by myself or with uh, our special guest, uh, Ricardo, on episode 37 and episode 51. Um, so, yeah, that that's just how it is. Um religion is very rigid i get it you want to preserve the rules and regulations of that that medium but still you know like other people don't necessarily live that way so there there was there was that i forget some of the other things too oh yeah that's right uh ryan and not to say that clara is dumb or whatever but ryan uh, it seemed like he wanted somebody with more depth to them 
so they can talk about moving forward in life and bettering themselves where Clara was like, well, you know, I'm good where I am. At least that's how it pertained. You know, it didn't seem like she log. Yeah. Okay. First I'll be a uh, flight attendant and then I'll learn to be a pilot or whatever. She was good. I mean, she's good where she is at currently. Again, I don't know if she wants to strive for more. I mean, I am following her because of the show. Uh, well, not because of the show, because I like her. But you know, you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but um, I don't know if she has any more aspirations. But Ryan definitely does, and he might have seen that she might have been dragging uh, him in that aspect. Now, not to say that she's she would be like, oh, you can't be better than me, or um, or something like that. You know, I, he might have thought that she's slowing him down maybe i don't know but every time especially i forget what episode but when he surprised her with like the donut dinner because she loves donuts and stuff so it's he tried to have like this mini seminar just about life and aspirations and all that stuff and she was just not into it maybe she but then again i don't know if she's not into it at all or just not into it just like mm, or or not into it that day because I don't know if she was busy, she was stressed, or, or whatever. But then again, they had that whole other episode when it was about Enneagrams, which I will be having. I'll be having an episode about that stuff as well. And she was just answering things that he would have answered yes for while she was answering no. So it was just, just those things are just very interesting. Um, So I just think it was just stuff like that. Um... But I never thought it would be like the white black thing. I, I that I don't think it was that at all. Um, but yeah, they're done, and um, so I mean, it stinks. I mean, yeah, she's single. So what up, Clara? How's everything? But again, I'm I'm nowhere near uh getting to where I need to be to even attempt to even fathom trying to get with Clara. And obviously, I'm just joking, <laughs> but still. And the the other couple is Eric and Virginia. They're donezo as well, allegedly. But it's but all signs point to that. People have said that Virginia has moved into their apartment complex without Eric. They don't see Eric at all. And you know, of course, Eric, um, I guess maybe lives in his, his old condo, the one that was on the show, or maybe the new condo that um she pressed him to live with. I don't want to move to. I don't want to move into your house. I want to move into our house. And now you're not even around. Now you want to break up with me. Now you want to get a divorce. So I sold my house for no reason. You know, I was I was good in my house. But you made me, you know, give that up. Thanks. <laughs> you know, all, all that huffing and puffing for no reason. But whatever. But yeah, but then I don't know if they gave a statement, but somebody said... There was a quote saying that, oh, uh, the door isn't closed for now. It could still be good for the future, which tells me everything that I need to know. It's because they probably they probably are good for each other. It's just that Virginia is, is just not done partying. She's still in that phase of like, woo, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, crunk, crunk, crunk. Let's go. I'm getting drunk and all that stuff. And, you know, she just wanted a warm body to 
sleep next to even though she would rather sleep at her friend's house as opposed to her husband and yeah i'm always going to bring that up because she made a big deal of deal about it so um yeah so they're pretty much done too and um and then like now there's like side beef with uh jacob at virginia because jacob he jacob doesn't talk smack about Haley. i mean he just says the truth and he and he's honest and then virginia just comes out you know just like her freaking dog oh what is it roxy so i forget rocky um and comes out like a dog and stuff like that and trying to dog jake and it's like yo i don't know i guess if it's your friend of course you want to defend them so i guess i give that honor to virginia but at the same time you can't discredit somebody's experience who was actually in the experience you're hearing it from Haley, sure but why isn't um why isn't um jacob's accounts valid too you know Haley is not a saint by any means you know like we can go back to that episode where I think it was when the friends and family came over, you know that that episode in every season where the friends and family come come over for the first time since the wedding, and to see how everything is with everybody. So like, go back to that episode, Virginia, and go listen to Haley's friends throw her under the bus because Haley cannot compartmentalize, not compartmentalize. She's like she can't she doesn't know what to do with her feelings because she always shuts down she said it herself she shuts down that is a horrible way of trying to get to know someone go back to those episodes just go back to it go back to that episode about the specific things that her friend her friends now say about her and also go back to the reunion show where you can see Haley completely uh completely demolish the test that i think dr viviana had them do with the fishbowl and she didn't want to kiss she didn't even want to hold hands with jacob she didn't want to reenact the kiss with jacob she didn't want to do anything she was very cold which is what dr pepper said she is very cold so i don't know why you keep thinking that jacob was the one that ruined the relationship when Haley has quite a lot of things going on with her too i just don't understand it i don't know but whatever anyway so the the sole survivor <laughs> of season 12 is uh vinnie and brianna so they're the ones who have made it and and it's and it's crazy that's crazy anyway but that is done well maybe the drama isn't done off scenes but it's a new day new season let's get to it so over six thousand applicants uh signed up for merit at first sight for this for this season um that, but for some reason that sounds like a really 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 low number i mean six thousand is a lot 
but it seems very um small compared to the other seasons if i recall because i remember one season was maybe like fifteen thousand or something like that but maybe it was a more populated uh city town but like it's houston <laughs> you know but then again I don't, I don't know i mean houston may be popular but it's not but maybe it's not that populated so maybe that's why anyway uh over six thousand applicants 125 were selected to do one-on-one no not even to do one-on-one just to separate them from everybody else so 125 people were selected to continue on with the process so they kept showing you know multiple people and grabbing the best sound bites from everybody so this person is Michaela she's 30 years old um and she says she wants a renaissance man who can fix a car and then go bake a cake so pretty much the ideal man i guess i I don't know Uh, so i mean it's the same thing as like you want somebody strong and sensitive at the same time and i'm not saying that opposite things can't be in the same person can't be in the same person but you're whittling yourself down to a very small knit group but i mean that's what that's what people i mean that's what chicks want man um they make their choices very complicated not to say that she's not allowed to say i'm not saying that she's not allowed to have that i'm not saying that she can't find that but you want somebody who has been training whatever for so long maybe not a mechanic but somebody who really knows how to fix a car to but also you know you know how it is you know to fix a car you got to be rugged and strong you got to know technical stuff know what you're doing but then he needs to be soft and subtle and know how to bake a cake as well. It's like, I don't know. Like, if you if you told me that you wanted somebody who can cook and who can bake, okay, that's like in the same, that's like cousins. Cooking and baking, they're cousins. They're in the same wheelhouse. But it's like, I want somebody who can fix a car but also bake a cake. Like, those are almost two different ideologies. Like, opposite ideologies, but... I don't know. And I don't know if it's necessarily the same as um cuz I cuz I can hear you. I can hear you. You're saying, "Oh, but guys want, you know, uh, a lady in the streets." What? A lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Those aren't opposite people. We just don't want you to show the bedside outside. <laughs> like you still accom- you still accompany that you still house that it's just that you're just not showing it to everybody you're just showing it to me somebody who knows how to fix a car and pick a cake has two different attributes opposite attributes you know so i don't know i don't know it's like a guy asking hey i would like to get a bitch and a nice person you know in the same person and you're like what what this is the two opposite things but whatever whatever but um so um they go from 125 to 78 people for one-on-one interviews okay so some people oh there was one person no i don't know if i would have necessarily wanted her to be picked but there was one person that said like why why did you get married at first sight and the person says 
what I'm missing is guidance and help in finding the right person. I may not be looking for exactly what I should be looking for. And I love that. I love that that woman, it was a, it was a woman, Kimberly 30, autism program teacher. That, that's I really like that a lot. What I'm missing is guidance and help in finding the right person. I may not be looking for exactly what I should be looking for. That is great. That is that's wonderful advice because, you know, a lot of people um, go in, not even on not even on the site, but just in general, they, they, they go for like visual, like, OK, I want that person. And I think it's very sound with what, um, what was her name? Kimberly. I think it was very sound with what Kimberly said. Um, because a lot of people are just looking for surface or looking for some quick fix or monetary thing. And it's like, no, you need to look for, you need to look for more. And that's the best thing that you need to do. You need to look for more as opposed to just, oh, what can this person offer me right now? You know what I mean? So I really think that was awesome with what Kimberly said. Also, too, you know, it's kind of like the same thing with, um, I mean, ironically, with the same thing with Chris and Paige, where Chris was like, oh, Paige isn't um, the person that I would have gone for in the club or something like that, but she could be the person that I actually need, you know, because nobody wants what they need. People want what they want, you know, like like with medicine, you know, like the really disgusting like chalk tasting medicine yeah you need that you don't need the you know the things that taste like cherry or whatever or or, or junk food you know like the, the healthy food is what you need that's the thing and nobody likes healthy food we like the junk food give me the junk food and it's like no this is what you need you need the healthy stuff so like yeah that dude might be brave whatever aggressive in what you think Yeah, where Chris was saying, oh, yeah, you know, um, um, fuck. Um, yeah, so that guy might be, you know, all hot to try whatever, but, like, you don't, you want him because of what list you made in your head as to what you feel a man is. Like, yeah, I want this. I, this guy checks all my boxes. Okay, that's great. But then what happens when you actually go out with him and, like, he doesn't know how to take care of you emotionally or something like that. And he doesn't, you know, really care about you. You're like, oh, damn. He only gave me what I wanted. He never gave me what I needed. So I really commend uh, Kimberly for saying what she said because it was really good. So now we get to the portion of the show where they do where it's, um, well, all three members, but not at the same time. All three experts, they do uh, home invasions of the people who have advanced closer to being picked. So uh, Dr. Pepper says that she likes to look for neatness. Uh, if the person is fastidious, can't even pronounce this word, fastidious, I think. And it means, you know, just being very attentive to detail. Are they OCD? How much 
are they into material things versus being a minimalist? You know, that's what she looks for. Doctor uh, Pastor Cal says, you know, what he looks for is within the confines of the person's space is, are they social? Are they ready for a relationship? Is there anything in their house that represents their value? Um, so there was one person that was very interesting. His name was Justin. He's 40 years old and he's a pipeline controller. And he says that he moves every two years. Like that's annoying. <laughs> I mean, one, you have a lot of money, sir. I guess pipeline controlling makes a lot of money because who can afford to move every two years? I mean, I get it. You want to explore or whatever, you know, maybe you want to live on Montana some you know, for two, for two years, then go to Florida, then go to Texas, then go to Arizona, then go to Cali, go to Maine, go to New York, go to Mississippi, go to Tennessee, go to Ohio, uh, go to Florida again, <laughs> you know, I get it, but damn, <laughs> like, what, what is there to see, <laughs> you know, that you need to keep doing that, like, just, like, just visit, just visit the place, you don't need to, um, freaking uh live there but whatever um so um yeah they 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 go they, you know they they visit all these places and then now they finally chose the 10 people so let's round them off all right so the first one first person is uh johnny he's 35 his nick his uh every season i guess maybe the last three seasons now they've given people like a particular moniker to describe them these people have not given them these people have not given these nicknames to themselves it's the show and the producers or whatever so but yeah he's uh johnny is 35 and he is the life of the picky party because he's very particular and he is an it project manager and the reason why i um jot these down particularly the jobs is because well for one i, I want to keep in my head what's their nickname just because that it, it pretty much is the the thing that keeps showing up whatever their nickname is just like okay so like yeah life of the picky party johnny's very picky and he's picky throughout the whole thing so it's something to look it's something to look for you know particularly it's kind of like seeing a well. I don't want to see say. I don't want to see a red. I don't want to say a red flag, but it's something to look out for as an audience member. How many times their nickname comes up that might be a flaw for them, and for the person you know dealing with them. It's like, okay, um, this guy's super picky. But also with the jobs because. I remember all the time people were like, yo, you need to sign up for the show. Like, you love the show so much. And one, I would never sign up for the show. Two, I'm very interested in who they would actually, who I would get paired up with. But like three, I couldn't do that to my uh, my parents. My parents would kill me if I just did this, you know, because I'm sure they would want a big wedding and, and all that stuff. And then like to like get married to some random ass person, it it, it would not be cool. But another reason why I wouldn't do it is because I wouldn't have the means to do it. Because, sure, this show is all about love and 
meeting your right person, blah, blah, blah. But you have to look to see if they can do it because of their job. Because I've seen there was one season, maybe it was like season nine or something like that, where this guy named Keith and he was living with his grandma's house. I mean, he was studying to be a nurse, so that's good. But he at the time, he was living with his mom's house and he went on the show. And the girl who is now his wife, Christina, she was having a big problem with that. Like, damn, like this guy is not a man because he's not further along than I am, blah, 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 all that stuff. And I don't want I am I am definitely in the worse position than him. Because at least he was studying to be a nurse. Like, I'm in retail. And I live with my parents. You know, and I'm 10 years older than this guy. Because I think he was maybe like 31, 32. I'm 41. So, what does that look like for me going on that show and being completely embarrassed and having people week to week to week just make fun of me? You know, like, whoa, this guy is a loser. How's he ever going to doing a marriage because he can't even provide for his wife blah 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 i'm not into that so like i look at these people's jobs to be like okay not to say that they are ready for marriage like oh okay because of the person's job but like at least the person is a provider i mean not a provider they're making good money so that won't necessarily be an issue you know because i know yeah marriage is about love blah 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 but as we've seen with modern women now and and all these talks about women want their men to make six figures and and all that stuff or the other way where a man loses his job and the wife all of a sudden is like "Mm, i don't know if i can do this anymore because like i'm not giving back my lifestyle or i'm not diminishing my lifestyle because you can't get it together and stuff like that so i look at these people's jobs and i'm like okay He's good. He's in a good position where that won't necessarily happen to him. Um, and I know that's a real bad and sad and morbid way of looking at marriage. But like, I mean, what are the two, what are the top two reasons why marriages fail? Because of money, <laughs> money and lack of sex. You know what I mean? So money is a huge factor in marriage. So when I see these jobs, I'm like, okay, they're at least in a good position to not be in that position. So um, Johnny's an IT project project manager. I don't know if they make money, but I don't know. It seems like a lot. <laughs> he had a nice house. So like with him, um, he's very OCD. He he washes his hands before pumping gas. He showers before he goes to bed. I mean, that's not OCD, but like the way that he talks. Um, he brushes two times a day, and he's like, I hope somebody has that. And... Uh, I believe yeah, it was, I believe it was Dr. Pepper was like okay, but how about if someone doesn't do do all those things? Like, are they really out out of the running? And he's like, well, no. Like, I mean, that's my ideal thing, but no, I, I understand how I am, and that person doesn't necessarily need to be like that. But cleanliness is a big thing for him, so okay, fine. But with uh, let's say over here with um, uh, he has a wall. He has the Wall Street Bull statue. Um, that 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 he uh, has in his uh hallway and his in his uh uh what is it staircase and he says that he looks at it every day to to put in his head that he gets up and hustle because he wants somebody um he wants somebody with that drive with that hustle as well and he wants to retire at forty I was like damn son you're thirty five that's five years away not to say that's not possible but like wow to retire at forty 
I'm 41 and I haven't even started my career yet. And this guy wants to end his <laughs> at 40. So he must be doing really good for himself, regardless of him not being with a, a significant other. This guy wants to retire at 40? Like, wow, that's amazing. But yeah, um, he, and he says that he wants that compassion. He wants someone um, with a cute laugh and that makes him want to make her her laugh because of the cute laugh and that's cool i like that so they're like okay what are the three things what are the top three things that you want in your wife and he's like okay i want open-mindedness i want someone who's open-minded a good communicator and playful it's like all right cool awesome so his counterpart is um her name is bow and i'm sorry every time i hear that name bow i'm like bow how you like me now <laughs> and i don't even know is that from something but just because it rhymes it makes me do it. I know it's got to be from a freaking like '90s hip hop song or something like like Bow. How you like man now? But like Bow is a really like hip hop word. So to hear that that's actually someone's name is freaking awesome. But um, but yeah. So uh, so her uh, she's 35. Her nickname is Miss High Bar. So oof. You know, mm. <laughs> and she's she's an administrative director in research. So that's a pretty lofty um job title. So she must be making a lot of money. And what's it called? She says that she loves nerds. And I was like, yes, like she might be my boo of the show. Because, you know, you know, I have that my boo of the show and my bitch of the show. So I believe bow. How you like me now <laughs> is my boo of the show. I mean, well, she was when she said that because she said she's she loves nerds and she's nerdy herself. But then, but then, uh, Dr. Viviana asked her, okay, what is your cultural preference or race preference, whatever? And she's like, I'm looking for somebody either Caucasian or Asian. And I was like, come on, man. Really? And I'm not saying that's racist or whatever. I'm like, damn. Already out of the running, man. Already out of the running. And I was like, okay, she might not be my boo of the show. You know, so. But but that's the thing, man. That's the thing. Like, uh, that is definitely a um, a uh, episode that I want to have. Like, where it's like, uh, what happens when you want to have a connection with somebody, but like, that other somebody won't refuses to have that connection with you because they want to stay within their culture, which is fine. I get it. Like I live in a predominantly Jewish area and um, uh, let me tell you, man, there's some hot ass, like Orthodox too. Like, so there's like, Oh, I be, I see them every day, man. There's some hot ass Orthodox, Orthodox Jewish chicks around here. Okay. With some, nice bodies okay <laughs> you know but they will never ever look my way because they can't they would they have to stay within their culture and that kind of sucks because it's like damn yo i would freaking rock your world but you know can't do it so i would love to have a episode about that like what do you do in those situations you know but anyway so she uh, and dr viviana asks about 
why did you do this? And she's like, well, I'm very risk averse and um, my way hasn't always worked. So um, I want to, uh, you know, do this and, and get out of my comfort zone and all that stuff. So. And she says that she's been close to marrying three of her significant others. So she feels that like she's just right there marrying somebody and her parents don't know. Her parents don't know that she's doing this. I was like, okay. So she wants her significant other to have strong family values, which is weird because your parents don't know that you're doing this. So do you have strong family values? <laughs> you know, but, and she says that she wants somebody more easygoing than her because she's demanding. Bing. Remember, we remember that Johnny is uh, a stickler and he's, he's picky and Val is demanding. You gotta remember those little those little negative traits. Okay, so there's that for her. that's that for them. Johnny and Bao. Alright. So um Mirla, I think the thing that's how you say your name. Mirla, she's thirty four, and her thing is picture perfect princess. So it kind of means I mean it sounds like she's very like gaudy and very stuck up, but um she's not. Uh she's a leadership coach. She has a shopping problem, so I mean, she—if you look at her, she kind of she can easily be mistaken as an IG model. But she said that she used to be—I don't know if she used to be overweight, but she had she gained—not that she gained—she used to weigh a lot. But then over the years, she was like, "No, I don't want to weigh this size anymore, so I want to uh, get rid of that." So she did. And, um, she's no longer that size and she, you know, got sexy or whatever. So that's good. And she really likes it. So she likes to show that off. Uh, she has a really, <laughs> uh, yeah, she has a, she says she has a shopping problem. She has a lot of designer shoes and products. She has a really shiny, like royal bed. And, um, uh, who was it? I think it was Dr. Viviana. She was saying, she was saying, how important is sex to you? from from a scale of one to ten and Marilla says ten and she was like well how often do you want sex and Marilla says as soon as as um, not as soon as possible um as often as possible and I wrote stop lying <laughs> because yo chicks don't want to have sex like that they don't they are probably horny every day you know what I mean but even with people who live with each other they don't have sex as much as they would like and they're living with the person you know what i mean it's like come on man like how are all these marriages how are all these marriages going south how how because be, how are all these marriages going south because of sexless marriages because of sex the lack of sex you know what i mean it's like you say that oh yeah i want to have as much as possible no what you guys want to do is you guys want to dance to sexy songs, dance to songs about sex, dance with each other about sex. I mean, like the girls, you know, like with freaking WAP and all that stuff. Yeah, woo you get all crazy, you get on Instagram, and you dance and you shake your ass for the camera. But when it's time to come home, you don't want to do any of that. You know, you send, you send sexy-ass messages when you're bored, but then when the guy comes to show and prove you're like wow, that was two hours ago i don't I, I don't feel that anymore 
you know? <laughs> I know you girls. I know you girls. You guys don't want to have sex as often as possible. That's bullshit. Stop lying to yourselves. And um, I think it was Dr. Viviana who was like, okay, what conversation, what do you want to do with your significant other? And she's like, oh, I want to have conversations about the world, politics, um, you know, things like that. And she was like, I'm so, I'm so tired of being home alone. I want to cook with somebody and for somebody, have dinner together, have dinner with family where nobody's yelling because um, she grew up in a family with uh, domestic abuse. So, um, yeah, so she's like, yeah, I want to have someone and be like, hey, look, it's raining. Let's, you know, cuddle and watch a TV show or let's read a book. Um, I want someone I can talk to and share memories with, you know, and I'm like, oh, man, I love what Mirla is saying. I was like, damn, is she my boo of the show? I don't know, because I love, I love what she's saying, man. I want all that stuff, too. So I was like, damn, it's it's a race between Bao and Mirla, because I like that Bao loves nerds, because I'm a nerd. Well, I'm a geek, but um, nerds are more technical base like scholastics wise um and geek is more like not pop culture but like socially in pop culture and all that stuff you know movies star wars and all that stuff geek stuff um but all under the the umbrella of nerd so yeah they can mean the same thing but you know what i'm trying to say um so i like what bad was saying but I also like what Mirla's saying too. And like Bao is cute, but Mirla is hot. And yes, there's a difference. Um, so I don't know. I don't know between them. But anyway, let's keep going. So Mirla's new husband is Gil. He's thirty five. And his nickname is Mr. Caring and Charismatic. And he's a firefighter. Boom. Money. So <laughs> he's also Colombian. Um, oh, and Mirla is, um, I don't know what she is, but she's Hispanic, uh, Latina, but I don't know what it is. Um, so he's doing Married at First Sight, so someone will want to get to know him. And he's, um, oh, but oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I was mistaken because uh, one of the experts was saying that he makes considerably less money than Mirla so that might be an issue I forgot who was that issue oh Austin and um damn Austin and that twin that was on a show I forget what season but I remember that she was she was like oh I don't care that he makes less money than me but she kept bringing it up like no but yeah he makes less money than me now but like eventually he'll he'll you know get up to me and or, or, or like surpass me i was like i don't know you're a nurse and he is in a brand new career so i mean you're in like the medical field so um you could you'll probably still be making more money too so like you, you're just gonna stop making money <laughs> like more money so i don't know so i don't know Mirla might that might be a concern and and again, I don't know I don't know these people. I'm literally meeting them for the first time on this show. 
But I'm just saying hypergamy. Hypergamy is a real thing. If you don't know what hypergamy is, look it up. You know, women want you to be equal or better. But nine times out of ten, they want you to be better than them. So it's like he makes considerably less more money. So I don't know if she'll be able to deal with that. But we'll see. Next person on the list, Ryan, a new Ryan, as opposed to before from season 12, a new Ryan. So 35, he is the reformed serial dater. So that kind of sounds like, um, what's his name? Um, damn, what was it? He was with, oh, Brett. Um, yeah, Brett, uh, from a couple seasons ago, maybe season 11. Um, he was with Olivia and he was a serial dater too. And he is an uh, oil and gas liaison. And I believe it was his house. His house looks amazing. And I was like, damn, you have money, sir. Okay, oil and gas liaison. That's what he does. Okay. Um, And he wants a chick to plan his his free time with. Um, And speaking of Brett, there's a female Brett. Um... She's 33. Her nickname is um, Miss Hopelessly Devoted. She's a teacher and volleyball coach. She's super cute. Um, she's redhead. And for you, for those who do not know, redheads are sort of my weakness. Redheads are fucking hot. <laughs> okay? Like, Damn. I don't know. It's something about redheads, man. They're fucking... Whew. All right. Um, Yeah, but she's super cute. She's competitive. Now, the crazy thing is, is that she hasn't had a man in two years. Okay, then that's not crazy. Uh, that she hasn't had a man in two years. That's fine. Whatever. But here's the weird thing. She hasn't kissed a man in two years. Like, Huh? And she's like, I don't have a problem with commitment. I don't think I've had it. Meaning, no one has committed to her. She doesn't have a problem with commitment. It's just that she doesn't think that she's had commitment. Meaning, no one has been committed to her. And it's like, they keep bringing up the thing. Well, she keeps bringing up. It's like, oh, I haven't had a man in two years. I haven't kissed a man in two years. It's like, why not? Like, really? So you... So you purposely, because here's the thing with me, all right? And I think I might have uh, talked about this before. Um, I do not feel sorry for women who are allegedly sex deprived because you're doing it to yourself, okay? Because every chick has the ability to have sex when they want, okay? I don't care. <laughs> you know, I have sex in blah, blah. okay. So why don't you just, I don't know, pick up your phone and pick up and pick up your phone, see all the missed calls from all the men who want to fuck you and get on with it (laughs) and end it (laughs) and end your needless drought. You know, I say this all the time. Every chick, whether you're married or single, every chick has at least five people in their cell phone in their contact list that they can call and that person will fuck them. Now, when I say that, I mean that I'm not saying that 
the woman wants to fuck them. I'm saying that those those at least five, but those five people will will fuck you, regardless if even they're married. They will fuck you if you're like yo, Ralph. You know, feeling a little horny tonight. Blah blah. blah. Psh, all right, let's go. Let's do it. You know, like I mean, I th- women just do that thing because like they don't want to have sex with the wrong either with the wrong guy or they don't want that guy to uh boast that they slept with that person like oh look at that i slept with becky blah blah blah. you know they they don't want a guy to brag about that but that's the only reason like i don't i i don't see any other reason any other reason why a chick who's sex deprived wouldn't just go out and have sex two years this chick hasn't had sex in two years. Why? That's dumb. Like, see, with men, it's harder because we have to go to you and you have to agree. You know? But, like, guys, what? you Like, if you go up to a guy and, like, hey, want to have sex? It's like, is this, first he'll be like, is this a joke? And you'll be like, no. Like, I really want to have sex with you. He'll be like, oh, I mean. Uh, all right let me just go to the shop real quick let me go freaking get a condom and let's go you know it's not gonna be hard for you to have sex for guys it's harder because they're the ones who have to go out and go get it you know and this is then this solves the this answers the age-old question oh how come when guys sleep with a lot of girls he's the man but when girls sleep with a lot of guys like she's a hoe whatever it's because women uh have no it's because women have no issues with getting sex there's no there's no glory to it like a guy has to do so much things to freaking attain a chick we have to woo you we have to buy you shit you know we have to say all these things for you to be like okay i'll finally do it and then you know we do it and you're like whoa you slept with sandy you did that and then everyone's like yo yeah i did and everyone's like, oh my God, that's so great. That's amazing, blah, blah, blah. No, your crew isn't going to be, your girl crew isn't going to be happy that you slept with Michael. It's like, so? I slept with Michael too, last week. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Michael's a hoe. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> you know? That's why. And, I, and I'm not going to label you label you a hoe because you slept with mad dudes, but like, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give you any props because it's easy it's easy for you. It's nothing. So anyway, moving on. So yeah, I don't know why she uh, is waiting. I, I don't know why she waited two years. I don't know. Or even freaking, or even kissed kissed the dude in two years. So you so you haven't gone on a date, like fam, huh? In two, why, like? Wait, no, I have gone on it. See, because I had that friends with benefits. I used to, before her, I used to go um, years without kissing somebody. That's because I couldn't get somebody to swipe right on me on these damn dating sites. You know what I mean? So I understand that. But Brett is freaking hot. You know, nice red hair, gray body beautiful eyes you mean to tell me that she can't that she couldn't have found somebody like at least for a first date 
You know what I mean? And you mean to tell me that she ain't got a freaking a booty call uh, number that she can call? Stop it. Like, stop it. But anyway. So, um, so we go. So, yeah, so Ryan and Brett are together. So we go to the next person is Rachel. She's 33. Her nickname is uh, Blossoming Bride. And she's a special education edulator? Educator? Evaluator. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she says she's lost a lot of weight. And she likes to share it. Um, the things that happened with her exes before is that she put her... She used to put her friends ahead of her significant other sometimes. And, um, like she likes to go to, she likes to go out to these restaurants and all that stuff. So like, that's a, that's a big thing. Also, um, she gets insecure after a month because she wants, you know, if it's not moving forward, she wants to know, okay, if it's, is it me? What's going on? She wants to know if there's any potential because she's ready for a commitment with someone. Um, so that's something to uh, be aware of too. Um, so let's see. There's um, Jose, who's 35. I think they're together, right? Yes, they're together. So Jose, he's 35. Mr. Perfectionist is his moniker. So you know, you already know that's trouble. And um, he's a mission flight specialist. So bread. He has money. And you can tell because his house or whatever he lives in is fantastic. I mean, it's huge and he's by himself. So I feel kind of sad about that. But that dude got bread. He has money. But the thing is, he likes to keep a budget. That's what he says. His last relationship was two years ago. He broke up because um, she was very needy. Oh, no, she was Wendy McSpendy. <laughs> That's what I put <laughs> I like that name. She was Wendy McSpendy. Yeah. She she yeah, she would just you know, freaking uh, I don't want to say buy out the bar or whatever, but she'd waste the money and that's not good. So um yeah, so Jose's with uh Rachel is that her name? Rachel, yes. Jose's with Rachel. Okay, so final two couples. Zach is twenty seven. He's the romantic idealist, and he's in finance. He's very he's very picky. He's particular, but he would always find some. He would always find something in the person to not like. Um, so he's pretty much Jerry Seinfeld, because that was like the running joke with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, like her ear her earlobes are unbalanced. She has man hands. Very famous episode, you know. She doesn't look good naked. All those things. Like he's he's very particular like that. So this is how Zach is. Hopefully he's not as exaggerative as um Jerry Seinfeld. So we'll see. Um So he said he he said he's been infatuated many times, but he doesn't know if he's ever been in love before. Like, damn, twenty seven? I feel you oh well, I mean actually I mean when I met my ex fiance I was twenty eight. So 28 and above um, was when I felt like real love. So, okay, I guess he's on point. I mean, you could, I guess you could feel it before then. You know, with uh, Andrea, Andrea. Uh, she's been on the podcast uh, several times before. So um, she 
uh, is definitely in love with uh, her boyfriend who who she's happily living with now so that's yeah so you, you can definitely experience him but, but damn 27 it's kind of late it's kind of late in life but you know uh he wants his wife to be intelligent motivated and compassionate so then we have the final contestant and the person is his new wife uh michaela she's 30 she's the stubborn sweetheart and she's a realtor now as i said before oh i didn't say before with brett yeah i said she you knows she's super cute she's a redhead and all this stuff so like how i'm definitely trying to decide if brett or uh bow or Marla is you know my boo of the show this season my boo of the season i should say um i'm pretty sure that michaela will no doubt be my bitch of the season only because just the things that she's been saying already is already getting on my nerves and is triggering me and also she was the one who said way back in the you know in the first thing when they were just going through the thousand six thousand applicants she was like she was the one who said oh she wants a renaissance man she wants a renaissance man you know someone to fix her car and then also bake a cake which is okay but um yeah she'll she she says some triggering things right here so she's with dr pepper and dr pepper says you know why are you single and she's like i don't know which means i definitely know and she says when i don't get my way i can be bratty and i can be pouty and someone will have to have patience with me all those three things <laughs> well one st the stubborn sweetheart because look she does look attractive she looks very attractive but the stubbornness mm -mm, i don't like that and then um if i when i don't get my way it's like whoa uh marriage is about compromise it's not about getting your way, Michaela. And and then now she gives you the consequence of when she doesn't get her way. She gets she can be bratty and she can be pouty. And you're gonna need to have patience with her. Because she's the stubborn sweetheart. Um no. Sorry, not doing that. And she says she unconsciously self sabotages. And she falls in love with these men who i know were probably not going to be together so she falls in love with people that she that she knows that she's not going to be with for like a, a long endeavor it's like fam what are you what are you what are you doing Ugh. i don't know and the last time yeah, because Dr. Pepper was like, oh, when was the last time you had somebody in this bed? She was like, oh, the last time? Oh, you know, it was, it was probably like, you know, a couple weeks ago with a good friend. And then Dr. Pepper was like, well, I bet well, I'm sure he was a good friend. And then they both start laughing. I thought that was cute. Um, so she says, um, so it's two weeks before the wedding. And then Dr. Pepper, I believe it was Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper says, what do you want in a husband? And she says, uh when i'm in the middle of something and i can't do it i say man hmm it would be nice to have someone do this i'm like so you want a dude 
to do your heavy lifting <laughs> like this is this is this is what you want him to do you know you want him to put him to you want him to go to work you want to put him to work but do you remember what Mirla said Mirla said let's go let's go back hold on let me let me go back a couple pages to see what Mirla said all right to bring you back up to speed okay Mirla says that she says um I want to have someone and be like oh look it's raining let's cuddle and watch t- and watch a TV show or or read a book someone I can talk to and share my memories with this she this is what she wants this is what Mirla wants to do and Michaela you know she wants to put up her freaking 70 inch television and she's like shit I can't do this you know you know what would be good to have a man do this because I can't do it I want to put him to work <sighs> so anyway so 13 days before the wedding ceremony Bao has a list of her exes that she doesn't want to get hooked up with and I didn't know that you can do that but I don't know I think she just wanted to have this thing and the thing is it's it's crazy because like Dr. Pepper says like this looks like a list that no one will ever this list looks like that no one will ever be good to you because you're just eliminating all these people and you say you want to get married but this list says that you don't and and I paused it on the list she has 30 names on the list 30 names on the list okay and it's like she's looking for perfection and uh dr pepper shouted her out and bow was like you know what yo you're right you're absolutely right i i'm sorry but you know it's true i'm very particular in that sense and i don't know why i do that blah 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 all this stuff so i was like yeah that's right man that's what that's how you do it yo you get her so dr pepper's freaking awesome i love i love that she does that um but it's like yeah man just take it take it easy <laughs> you know what i mean um and she and dr pepper said that you will look for something bad in everyone because she had 30 names it's like come on that's crazy but anyway um yeah that's everybody and my predictions are this so okay so we have bow and johnny we have mirla and gil brett and ryan rachel and jose Michaela and Zach. So I think Bao, um, Bao and Johnny, they for decision day they'll stay and they'll stay for the reunion. Uh, Mirla and Gil, they'll stay for the decision day, but they're gonna divorce by the reunion. And I don't like Gil. I know he's like Mr. Charming, Mr. Mr. Charis- charismatic, but like I feel that he's gonna be traditional, a traditional man because of who he is and what his culture is. I think his culture is like Latin or Latino and like he's going to be like, "All right, you know, I'm the man, so I'll be the provider, blah blah blah." But you know what that means? That means you will be the woman and you will do as I say. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um that's the impression that I get. Um Brett and Ryan, I think that's a bad couple. I I wrote this down. So I think they're going to be divorced. In decision day and definitely still be divorced in reunion rachel and jose i believe that's a bad couple and they're going to be divorced decision day divorce reunion 
And Michaela and Zach, I Michaela is my bitch of the season. And I'm going to go with Bao to be my boo of the season. And Zach and Michaela, they will stay for decision day. And I believe they will stay for just stay for a reunion. So, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's the end. That's the end of the episode. So, um, yeah, you know, another season is going to be freaking great. You know, I'm going to watch the first episode. Well, actually, I'm going to watch the kickoff show, but I'm not going to record it. Um, and you know, go with you guys, but, um, the reu no, uh, the first act, the actual first episode happened yesterday, actually. So I'm going to be watching that soon. And of course I'm going to record it and I'm going to bring it to you. You know what I mean? So it's going to be a good one. All right. So, um, we are on card number 39. So 39. What does 39 say for me? Honestly, what is my superpower? You know what? My superpower is listening. Listening and like, I don't know. I don't want to say healing, but I guess I have medicinal powers because like people love to freaking tell me their spiel and their like whatever bullshit that they're going through. And it helps them. Um, it helps them get through whatever they're getting through or at least a um, a uh, a shoulder to cry on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really good at that. Uh, people love that about me. And it works. So, that's my superpower. I mean, granted, I mean, I would like to do that for my one and only. But since that's not happening. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know what I mean? But, uh, again, I'm going to be, you know, I still haven't done it yet. But I still need to start those damn books that I'm that I've been preaching about single is my superpower and also the uh the adventure challenge solo edition book still need to get my um camera going the camera that i bought for it and the single is my superpower workbook i need to work on that as well don't worry don't worry i keep talking about it but i will do it i will do it don't need to get on my ass all right (laughs) so yeah so i mean so that's everything so um all right so that that's the end of the show thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast you can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as apple podcast that's right damn it well i'm on apple now so all you i devices you bastards you better get on it all right i don't want to hear any excuses anymore all right so i'm on apple podcast google podcast Podbean, spotify amazon music audible and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is Tink Pod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at tinkpodcast at gmail.com. That is T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode... I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.